0: Welcome to No Idea Podcast, the podcast where you have no idea what we're going to talk about and we have no idea how it's going to go. It's your host, Jenny, back at it. But guess what? I have a guest with us. It's my friend and roommate, so it's kind of a double whammy there. Her name is Hannah Penny. Isn't that the cutest name you've ever heard in your life? It's so cute. Um, Say hi. Go ahead. Hello. There she is. <laughs> There's her voice. Now you know. Um, We're doing a special podcast today because it's all about... Q&A because we asked on Instagram, right Hannah? Yes we did. Yes we did on the Insta-ham. I'm so sorry for all you Jewish folk out there. I'm just kidding. It's called Graham (laughs) not ham. Um, (laughs) But we asked hey have any questions for us and we decided to write them all down and we're gonna answer them for you guys. So I hope you're buckled up and ready because we're so excited about this podcast. Also Tell them about the little mini segment. Go ahead, Hannah.
1: Oh, yeah. Jenny bought a tandem bicycle. That's right.
0: Two seats, one bike.
1: <laughs> and we have a little uh, little segment of us uh, going on an adventure. Yes. Yeah,
0: so there's about a two-minute mini segment in the middle of this podcast. And you're not going to want to miss. So that's like our hook. Like, you have to stay for that long Heck, at yeah, least. Yeah, Yeah, at least we have 22 questions here. At least stay for 11 of them, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but... We're going to jump right into it. It's kind of going to be rapid fire. There will be some stories involved and some surprises along the way. Probably a few burps because we just ate. Oops. <laughs> but question number one. Thank you so much for the person who submitted this one because I thought it was excellent. If you could ride any animal into battle, what would it be? If it's a small animal, it becomes larger. What was your answer, Hannah?
1: Um, I said fox because, and I just remembered this, do you guys remember Narnia? The fox from Narnia? Ooh, do I? He, like, saved the day. I don't know. He was oh, just great. I, okay. And they're so quick and agile. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they would... If he was bigger, yeah. big enough for me to ride on, he would
0: be great. Unstoppable. <laughs> Unstoppable. Mine would be a squirrel, because those things are vicious in the size that they are. So I can't even imagine, like, a squirrel, like, larger. They just has such sharp claws, and they get so <laughs> fat during the winter, and... I leaned my tandem bicycle against a recycling bin the other day and the squirrel popped out and I nearly peed myself. Oh, it's so scary. So what color? I feel like it was definitely a nice gray. Yeah. What color
1: would the one you're riding be?
0: Ooh, one of those fancy red ones. That <laughs> really scare my enemy. <laughs> okay. Question number two. How do you cope with stress in a healthy way that doesn't let it overtake your entire day? Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> okay, how I talk um, about stress and cope with it. Let me think. I definitely think that talking with a friend is super helpful. Um, sometimes when you just get it off your chest, you can just breathe again. You're like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It was way bigger in my head than it was actually in reality. And also, I either journal or I do something productive that's also mindless. So I'm like, okay, what's the first step of something that I need to get done today? And then I'll do that. Maybe it's like doing laundry or pulling weeds or something, (laughs) but something mindless that I can just do that'll help me get what I need to done. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Um, I think, yeah, definitely talking to somebody. Um, I definitely talk to my mom a lot when I'm stressed because she usually has solutions and like you said, like it gets me out of my head and she, grounds me and like, okay, what can you control? What can't you control? What are you trying to control? Yes. My mom, love her. Shout out to Lauren. (laughs) Love you. Um, (laughs) but also like in the moment, if I like feel panicky, like because I'm stressed, I'll definitely do like breathing exercises and count my breath and hold my breath and breathe out.
0: Hold my breath until I turn blue and pass (laughs) out. It really
1: takes away the stress. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So breathing exercise is usually in the moment,
0: but Mm -hmm. then, yeah, talking to my mom. Yeah. Good stuff. Question number three. Gosh, I didn't number these. Okay. Number three. What are your plants... Did you just poop out your phone? (laughs) (laughs) We had a phone drop, people. Okay. Number three. What are your plants' names? So... We are proud parents of five beautiful plants. We are so thankful to God for them, but we have five of them. Their names are Peter, James, John, Meryl Streep, and Julius. (laughs) We also are parents of three fish. We are still Julius's parent, but unfortunately, Hannah entrusted me with the job of um, cleaning out the fish tank yesterday. And I forgot to put the one drop of chlorine that's very necessary in their tank. And I killed Julius. So now we are proud parents of two fish. R.I.P. Julius. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> Number four. Oh, my gosh. Okay. From now on, I'm not going to say the numbers, of the questions. I'm so sorry. But we're just going to do next one. All right. What do you believe it takes to be successful in life? And what is your definition of success? Hannah, why don't you take this one?
1: think it takes motivation because you need to want to get where mm-hmm. you define success as. Yeah.
0: And you can't make someone want something.
1: Yeah, and perseverance because you have to like be able to get through the hard trials of getting where you want to go mm-hmm. um, and persevere through that.
0: Mm-hmm. I also think that the definition of success just looks different for every single person and I think that it won't come through acquiring things or becoming more powerful i don't think that that'll be lasting in your life or feel fulfilling so i think that okay this is cheesy i'm so sorry here's a lot of cheddar for you but (laughs) i think that if you place your worth in the lord you will find fulfillment and he will define success for you it won't come through anything that you acquire or gain yeah boom Next question, favorite go-to coffee? Hannah is a coffee connoisseur, let me tell
1: you. I would say connoisseur, more fanatic. Or maybe addict. Addict, definitely oh, addict. Oh yeah,
0: she's definitely in an addiction group. Okay, <laughs> go ahead.
1: Bad. Um Wow, probably anything vanilla. Mm. Like, I obviously iced in the summer, uh, warm in the winter. But my go-to drink at Starbucks specifically is a cinnamon dulce latte. Oh. It's delicious. Can't go wrong. <laughs>
0: Can't go wrong. Um, Unless you're allergic to vanilla. Anyway, <laughs> um, my favorite go-to coffee is anything that I can put in my coffee that won't make it black. Because I'm not a fan of black <laughs> coffee. I'll drink it if I have to, but... Um, I literally just douse it in cream or milk. Um, it's basically like a, a Michael Jackson effect where he oh, went yeah. from black to white over time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, next question Do you have one life changing day you'll never forget? Hannah, take it away. Wow,
1: there's been quite a few, but I think one day that I'll never forget was the day I found out that my boyfriend of two years had been cheating on me the whole time. Oh. And needless to say, I had a very violent reaction, not towards him because he wasn't with me, mm-hmm. but, like, I just started panicking. Mm-hmm. And it really set me down, like, a rabbit hole of addiction. And it really started off, like, my realization of, like, my di- I need to depend on something to cope, yeah. and I didn't realize that I was depending on things to cope mm-hmm. with that specific event until I actually came here
0: mm-hmm. to the school. To this school? This school.
1: Um, but yeah, I don't think I'll ever forget it. The mm-hmm. ambulance had to be called, like, and there was these cute uh, first responders. They were really
0: cute. Oh guys. my word! <laughs> <laughs> they were cute. I was a mess. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> they were looking into my eyes. It was very pretty. Just yeah. like my
0: birth. <laughs> Yeah. I was a mess, but the doctor was cute. Anyway. Yeah. Because wow. I remember that. <laughs> okay. My life-changing day. I think a day that was life-changing for me was the day that I decided to not do the typical college route right after high school. I remember that day very clearly because I felt a lot of pressure to go to a college that, like, my friends were going to and that would provide me a good education and I am in college right now but that is not the, the path that I chose right after high school I did something else for that year and just kind of in a way it was like a gap year but I felt so much pressure to pick a college right away and know what I was doing with my life but yeah. the day that I decided that I didn't need to be under that pressure was so freeing and I love the path that I'm on right now and I feel like the Lord let me down that so yeah that's so good yeah snappy snaps. What kind of vegetable would you be? Go ahead, (laughs) Hannah. We talked about this question beforehand, and her answer was shocking, to say the least.
1: Um, The kind you find in a nursing home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not usually this dark, but it just came out. Um, But yes, uh, that's the kind of vegetable I would be, the kind that is conscious but unconscious. (laughs)
0: Um, my answer might cause a little bit of a dispute. I don't know if you consider avocados fruit or vegetables. I've had this debate in my mind many times, and I am very torn, people. But if it's a vegetable, I'd be an avocado. Yeah, that's wow. all I have to say about that. You avocados, so <laughs> I, I do, I really do. Um, I'm an avo addict. Oh. Um, What are the things you like to do but haven't been doing? Yeah. This is a great question. Well, I love to paint, and I just wish I did it more. I do paint, but I feel like I just wish the inspiration and motivation to do it came more often. Yeah, I feel that. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely painting any kind of art form I love. like Back in middle school, probably one of the darkest times of my life. I was so artistic and I miss having that inspiration because I just had so many emotions and so much Mm -hmm. creativity. Not saying I want to be back in that dark place, but But (laughs) um, yeah, I just remember like I could draw, I could paint. I'm not gonna sit here and say that it was good, but like I was drawing, painting, making some form of art every single day, Mm -hmm. mostly because I had an art class every single day, but I love art class. (laughs) I miss art class so much, but um, yeah, and that and reading.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Reading fiction is something I've always loved, but right now I'm a little too broke to <laughs> buy certain
0: fiction books that I want to buy. Yeah, she's um, been saying very often, I just need to buy one fantasy book. That's all I need. <laughs> That's all I need to <laughs> set me over. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good answer. Good answer. What is one place you've always wanted to go? Um,
1: definitely. Okay. So I've been to Iceland but I've only been in the Reykjavik airport. Oh, yeah. I wasn't. I couldn't leave because the weather was terrible and mm-hmm. all I had was like a pullover
0: sweater. Was, were you there on your birthday last yes, year? Yes, okay. I actually
1: was there on my birthday alone in an airport. Woohoo, go ahead yeah, she me. puts a candle
0: in her coffee drink. She's like, happy birthday to me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but another place that I've always wanted to go, one of my goals in life is to step foot on every continent. And mm. so one of one of the places I've always wanted to go
0: is Antarctica. To chill with the penguins? Chill with penguins. Chill with penguins. Why not? That's all you need to do. Yeah. So. My place would definitely be Greece, and I think it all started when I watched my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> I think it's beautiful, and I love Greek accents and Greek food. Yes. That's all I need to say. Okay, favorite book of the Bible?
1: Definitely Romans, because there's. I can't even comprehend most of what's in that book, but I just. <laughs> I know it's good, mm-hmm. so I just want to keep reading
0: it, and it's just full of like juicy goodness. Yeah. And my favorite book of the Bible recently, I couldn't choose between 3. I'm so sorry, but Genesis, Acts, and James. I feel like James gives you the hard truth when you least want to hear it and it's <laughs> beautiful. I feel like Acts is so filled with just um how much power the Lord has and how he wants to how he wants to make his church on this earth. And also Genesis, I feel like is just filled with stories that show his faithfulness throughout generations. So I love those three books. Next question, and almost to our mini segment, are cucumbers a fruit or a vegetable? I'm not going to lie, this was a weird question. I was a little surprised when it came in. I was like, is this a debate that I should be worried about? I think they're a vegetable.
1: I think, in society's terms, yes, they are a vegetable, 100%. But, scientifically, they are a fruit.
0: Why? Because that's what Google said. <laughs> okay!
1: <laughs> alright,
0: alright. I'm not gonna doubt you. I wanna say
1: it's because the seeds are on the inside. Oh! I think but that- But what about strawberries? Strawberries are a type of berry, which berries, technically, yes, are f- fruit, but what? they're not- They're a type of fruit. I am learning
0: so many new things right now. Alright. I remember my wow. high school- Hannah! Science class! And I could impressive. be <laughs> So- you made it guys I'm very proud of you thank you for sticking around this long we're gonna go into our mini segment now here we go yo this is jenny lavornia reporting live from the outside world, that's right. You might hear some nature sounds and wind blowing. That's because no idea has gone outside today for this mini segment. I also have Hannah Penny here. Hello. And we are going to be riding our tandem bicycle. That's right, two seats, people. So we just wanna narrate this experience for you guys and talk you through how a tandem bicycle works if you do not know. We are getting on the bike right now. We want to just prove that we're not just women of talk but also women of action. Now we are pedaling, here we go. Hannah, you've been on this bike quite a few times. Um, what has your experience been like? Uh, terrifying. Really? Um, it's a lot of responsibility since I'm steering. Uh, but it's nice. I've discovered I'm very out of shape. <laughs> okay, so the thing is, a person in the back is basically the person who balances. And so I had to learn to be light on my feet, if you will. I really like being in the back instead of the front, just me personally. And then Hannah is basically steering. That's what the front person does. Hannah, 10 out of 10 recommendation or less than 10? What is the number? It's probably an 8. Ooh, 8. Yeah. Why do you say 8 and not 10? What is that docking two points?
1: Uh it's just a lot of paying attention to what you're doing and it can kind of suck the fun out of it sometimes but i like it overall
0: yeah it's definitely a team effort like you need both people to be a hundred percent in order for it to work um because if one's off you will go a little wonky let me tell you that (laughs) but we just wanted to bring you guys out wow nature noises am i right Um, We just wanted to bring you guys outside for our Tandem Bicycle segment. This has been Jenny LaVornia and Hannah Penny signing off. See you around. Let's resume our podcast. The next question is, what is a piece of advice that someone gave you a long time ago that you hold on to until this day? This wasn't a
1: long time ago. It was definitely, like, within the past, like, year and a half that Mm -hmm. I've been here. But one of um, the staff members at our school, she... Is very passionate about speaking truth over lies. Not lies (laughs) lies over truth. Truth over lies. Truth over lies, and that like a lot of our problems stem from us believing lies either about ourselves, about God, Mm. about others. Yes. And so she, um, she was speaking one day, and she was like, "I just encourage you guys to write down truths that you." Truths against lies that are reoccurring in your Mm -hmm. life. And that's something that I've done repeatedly. Like, I have multiple lists of, like, truths that I know. Whether it's about, like, me being here or about how my friends feel about me. Like, Mm -hmm. because I struggle with, like, one thinking that my friends actually hate me secretly, um, and they just feel too ashamed to tell me. Um, but no, that's not that's, that's, a, that's lie. a lie. So I wrote down the truth. No, mm-hmm. my friends actually do care about yes. me. They want to be there for me. I just have to invite them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just speaking truth over lies has like, changed my life,
0: and I think about that every day. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. Mine would probably be when someone told me probably like, how long ago was it? probably in December. N- Wait, no, November. It was in November. Um, some- No, it was December. I'm so sorry. It was December 9th. It was December 9th, 2019. Someone told me that I'm not powerful enough to mess up God's plan for my life. So good. That is so good. I, when she said that, I think I like felt a weight just fall off my shoulders. And I was like, yeah, you're right. My decision making will not hinder the Lord from working in my life and he already knows what I'm going to choose. It was so relieving. And I tell people that too, when they're trying to make decisions that they don't know, um, which path they're going to choose.
1: Yeah.
0: I think you're going to like this next question. How are you guys so cool? <laughs> Thanks friend. <laughs> um, you know what water and sunshine that helps me grow.
1: Yes. Um, The way I stay cool, uh, or the way I am cool, is I keep a fan blowing on me at night. All the time. Yeah. I walk into the
0: room, I'm like, it's freezing, what's the matter
1: with you? (laughs) Yeah, I run very hot,
0: so, like, yeah, that's how I stay cool. Menopause, am I right? (laughs) Okay, any conspiracy theories that interest you guys? Okay. Hannah literally didn't tell me what hers was, she just said it was about Chuck E. Cheese and left me with that, so I'm really curious, go ahead. Okay, hear me out. <laughs> so there's this
1: conspiracy theory that Chuck E. cheese when people leave part of their pizza on the table they take it back and mush pieces stop. pieces of pizza together to make a whole pizza stop again. that is
0: disgusting there are
1: pictures of pizzas like not lining up like the lines where they're supposed to cut don't line up like they're everywhere, like, you can just look up Chuck E. Cheese pizza conspiracy.
0: putrid.
1: Yeah, okay, so they've spoken out and said, like, no, we don't do that, that's, like, obviously against, like, (laughs) the law, because it's so (laughs) disgusting, but there's just so much photographic evidence that, that something happens in the back with the pizza, Mm -hmm. so yeah, but my other conspiracy theory that is interesting, is having to do with this COVID-19 thing, and that. Oh, yeah,
0: I've been looking up stuff about that, not gonna lie. Yeah,
1: it's about, like, how... I don't believe that this virus is fake, 100%. It's mm-hmm. real. But I do find the conspiracy theory that the government will continue to use the virus as, like, a way for us to control us. Mm. I find that super interesting, even after yeah. the fact that it may like we may have a cure Mm -hmm. it may be
0: like subsiding but they're feeding us something else Mm -hmm. makes sense makes sense i think my conspiracy theory that i'm super interested in is how jfk was assassinated back in the 60s um i learned this from one of my friend's dads when i was over at her house this was like a lot of years ago but he was like you know how jfk actually died (laughs) and they said like he just thinks that the vice president who became president after JFK was assassinated, which was Lyndon, Lyndon B. Johnson, he thinks that he was behind all of it. Ooh, and spicy. I think his reasons he gave me, I can't really get into all of it right now because it's very elaborate, but um, I think it's very interesting and I could possibly believe that.
1: Yeah, I've never heard of that until yeah. you told me. Until right now. Right now.
0: But next question, which is a little bit more uplifting. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you were a Bible character, who would you be? I feel like this is the most
1: generic answer that everybody says, but Peter, because I'm, like, so, like, when I was, like, a baby Christian, like, before I came here, I was just like, yeah, God, like, I'll follow you, Jesus, but then I would, like, turn around and say something completely stupid, just, like, out of line, and God was just like, Face palming, because like, (laughs) what are you? What
0: did you just say? What did
1: you just say? (laughs) (laughs) Or like, what did you just do? And then, like, I came here, like, after Jesus left, Peter, like, kind of got his crap together, and he, like, you know, led the church. Not saying that I'm going to lead churches, but (laughs) just saying, like, Uh uh, now that I've been here, like, I definitely, like, have everything, not everything in order, but I'm definitely more conscious and consistent Mm -hmm. with, like, how I act and
0: what I say. That's not generic. I feel like a lot of people use the generic, like, oh, I have a lot of faith, so I walk on water or something like that. I don't know. I feel like I've heard that often. Mine would probably be Mary Magdalene. Oh, yes. I think that... Seven demons. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, okay, well, I didn't have that. That's not part of my testimony. But um, she was delivered from a lot by Jesus, and she felt seen and heard by him when society did not see or hear her. And then she just lived her life... Um, running after him and she like poured all of her, you know, it's funny. I don't know if I'm going to phrase this right. I'm going to try my best, but she had been a prostitute, correct? So she used her perfume and her hair to get men's attention in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. But then she later on used her perfume and her hair to anoint Jesus' feet and wash his feet and like prepare him for burial. And I think that's so beautiful and how like the Lord turned, everything she had used for evil, and he turned it into good and something that was an offering and worship at her feet. Yeah. And I love that, and I feel like he has transformed me to do something like that in my life. That's so good. Yeah. I love Mary Magdalene. God, I
1: love her so much.
0: <laughs> um, what would you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> uh, I can't
1: say much, because I'm not a huge fan of Klondike bars. I know, Get it's out. just like... <laughs> They're messy, Ooh. they just, like, you can't eat it with a spoon, mm-hmm. so you have to eat it with your hands, but then it gets all over your hands, and it's just, like, Jeez. I just, maybe I'm eating them wrong. Yeah, maybe you're eating like, them wrong. <laughs> but not much. Maybe this ha- goes
0: in with the menopause thing, where you're oh, always it, yeah. just really overheated, so it, it like, melts. sits in your hand and melts. Yeah. That's, that's probably your problem. Yeah. It's all me. <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would definitely jump off a waterfall. Wow. Yeah. I really like long <laughs> neck how
1: how tall is the waterfall? Because we could do a little trickle waterfall. Oh, you're right. Fifty feet. Fifty feet. Okay, hundred.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me. <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Mine would be invisibility. Think about it. You can get into anywhere for free. That's so true. I didn't think. And really mess with people.
1: You really could. Mm-hmm. Um, I think either X-ray vision or flying. Because mm. I, I say or flying, because I'm also afraid of heights, but flying oh. would be cool because you wouldn't have to use your legs. True. But, yeah, x-ray vision because you just, uh, I'm a very uh, uh, cautious person, mm-hmm. so if you had x-ray vision, you could see everything.
0: <laughs> everything. Nothing is <has> hidden. <laughs> um, how is God working in your guys' lives during this quarantine? Great question. Thank you, Megan. <gasps> Sorry about that. I know we were going to keep you anonymous, but you asked great questions, so thank you, Megan. Yes. Um, in my life, I feel like this has been a great time where I'm not running off to plans every second. So, um, I feel like it's been good to like sit in my own thoughts and like catch myself I'm like, wait, do I think that normally? Um, and I feel like the Lord has pulled them out of me so that he can work on them. And I think it's also a great time to dream. I feel like I'm very excited for the future and I don't know exactly what it holds, but I am excited that I can dream And plan and create goals for it. Yeah, that's so good.
1: He's just been using this time as a time of working on kind of like you, my thoughts. And um, there's been certain things that I've been pushing off and pushing off and pushing off because it was just impossible to be able to do homework and like classes Mm -hmm. and process certain things. Mm -hmm. So I've been pushing these things off for probably like a year now because... They were brought up, but I couldn't deal with them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's been certain things that he's been like pretty deep things that he's been processing with me and that I'm working through. And I've gotten so much progress done Mm -hmm. in the past like month than I have in the past year. And so this quarantine has been such a blessing in that department of Mm -hmm. just being able to actually go through these things.
0: Amen. Yes. Oh, I love that. Question number almost done. (laughs) Is water wet? (laughs) I don't think water's wet. I think water makes things wet, but it itself is not wet. I think
1: that I disagree with you. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, why? Water is wet, and I remember debating this in high school. Like, I remember... (laughs) That question became so (laughs) popular. I remember debating this in high school, but, okay. So, we have grass. Grass Mm -hmm. is green. Mm Mm-hmm. It makes things green, but that doesn't take away from the fact that it is green. Water okay. is wet. All right. Because it makes things wet. Okay. Okay. But the question is are you wet in water? Yes. Yes.
0: All right. There we go. <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> okay. Favorite city you've visited? Mine would probably be Jerusalem. So beautiful and so much history.
1: Yes, I love Jerusalem so <laughs> much. I remember walking around. It's very hot when I was... It's very hot. <laughs> very hot. Um, But I think probably before Jerusalem, my favorite city that I ever went to was... I don't remember the name. Please forgive me. It's all right. You're forgiven. It, I was in the Galapagos Islands. And it was this little beach town on the side of a mountain, and it was where my heart just like it inhabits that town it was so beautiful so it was definitely like second world definitely not third world definitely not first but like in between pretty poor area but it was so beautiful and the community was just so pretty and it was on the side of the beach and then like
0: in between a beach and a mountain it was just so pretty oh yeah that sounds like a good place to jump off a waterfall for a climate bar (laughs) (laughs) okay what is your least favorite smell Wow, I've smelled so many with trash. (laughs) True, so true. Um, Okay, I'm not a fan of the smell of gasoline. I know a lot of people are, but I'm just not one of those people. I'm so sorry. It's not like I hold my breath when I'm at the gas station, but it's just not my favorite. I think
1: my least favorite smell is probably... Cabbage. I hate cooking... (laughs) I hate cooked cabbage. Okay. It is the most disgusting smell I have ever smelled in my entire life. I used to come home at high in high school mm-hmm. and my family, my grandma would be cooking cabbage and it would just smell like someone had dropped a fart bomb in our house. It was Ew. so disgusting <laughs> that I've I never would, paid like, attention to that set in my life. Wow. Well it filled our entire house mm-hmm. because she would be cooking it all day. Mm. And so, I'd have to, like, retreat to my room upstairs and, like, turn on Put on, on a the gas fans. mask? Yes.
0: <laughs> I hate it so much. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys for hanging in there with us. This is the very last question. So, I hope you're so excited because we're pumped Woo! about this one. What's something you've learned that has changed your life in the past year? Go ahead. Speak in the mic.
1: Um, I think I've learned that kind of like you after high school I was pressured into like always having to know even my senior year of high school everybody expected you to know what you were
0: doing yeah that's terrible we need to stop doing that in school yeah
1: it's it's so bad like it's okay to take a break and figure it out Uh it's okay to not know and I think that's something that I've learned over the past year um being here I came here thinking I was going to complete the four-year and then I dropped Mm -hmm. my minor because I didn't actually want to do that I just did that because that's what people expected of me mm-hmm. and now I'm like pursuing the two-year and it's just like my change my plans have completely changed and that's okay yeah and I still don't even know what I'm going to do after graduation and that's fine mm-hmm. it's okay to just like get a random job and be like you know I'm gonna try this out for yeah. a little bit until I figure it out most of the
0: pressure we feel is just put on by ourselves so
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah so just
0: it's okay to not know yeah Everyone, take that with you. Take that piece of advice and absorb it, please. Yes. That's, it'll just save you a lot of worry and time. <laughs> Mine would probably be that I've learned that the gifts that God has given you are probably hints into what he wants you to do in life. Yeah, And I felt like I just overthought his calling on my life so much. And I felt so much pressure from myself and sometimes other people that it had to be something super spiritual or Um, It needed to fit into a certain box or I had to do one thing for the rest of my life. And that's just not how life works most of the time. And it's not true. And so that took off a lot of pressure that I'm like, oh, the things that I'm good at and that I love doing that like really fuel me and that help others is probably a hint into what God wants me to do. That's so good. Yeah, it was beautiful. That's all the questions we have. Whoa. I love doing this. <laughs> Maybe we'll so do amazing. another one sometime. Yes. Um, absorb these answers and ask us more questions if you want. You know where to find us. We're on the insta I'm just okay, Instagram, my bad. <laughs> um, but this has been No Idea Podcast. Signing off with Jenny and Hannah. See you around. See you next time.